Player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Jace. I'm Lucky. And why are you Lucky, Joe? I, I got confused there. I was about to say Jace because it's usually Jace at the end. It normally is, but I'm Lucky Joe today because... So last week on the podcast, I told Jace um, at the story um, about how I received my PS, PS5 far out, I wish, uh, my Xbox Series X. Wait a second, you're um, jumping ship? Because not that we're I, fanboys, but we've become sort of PS... Uh, X, oh, wow, I just did it. Xbox fanboys, you know? Not, not jumping ship. I'm, I'm completely all over the place here, John. I'm happy to go any which way that, 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 that you know, the games swing. Um, but but with, the reason I feel like I'm lucky is after the last podcast... Uh. <laughs> Um, where I told that story about how I'm now getting an Xbox at launch, Jay sends me a message. I think it was the next day saying, Joe, did you get that email about um, they're taking back the pre-orders? And I was just, I was not polite to Jason. Let me just say, I was like, like this. I'm not, you're not even going to, I'm not going to look, screw you. I'm not looking. You're just, you're just trying to bring me down. I thought your language was harsher than that, actually. It was, it was, it was much, that, and I wasn't was trying much. to bring you down. I was just trying to trying to give you fair warning so you didn't, you know, hurt yourself. And then you kept on saying yes, yes, yes. And then I thought, I was enjoying right. it a little bit. Yeah. You were. I'm sure you were. Um, but then I had a look, and I didn't get any email. But there was an email that people received. Jason, have you said you've got it in front of you? I do. Um, so I think there was a, a version of this that existed maybe before because they used the word magnitude. Um, uh, we realized uh, the, the magnitude of this, this stuff up essentially. But the official thing is this. Uh, we've made a mistake regarding your PlayStation 5 order. Yesterday you were sent an SMS and an email in error advancing you in our queue. We regret to inform you that this is not the case <laughs> and your original place in the queue, 2021 shipment, it's a whole year, uh, oh. still stands. So, yeah. Like I said in the, in the last podcast, when I received my email telling me that I've been in, increasing the queue, I'm getting it on launch day, there was a line in there that said, You're, you can squeal now. And before that, I was already cheering. Like I was, like I said, I was fine waiting till Christmas or whenever to get this Xbox. But if I received an email the next day after being told, you're getting it early, and the bottom line of it is... Like, there's no take-backs. This is locked in. To receive an email the day after saying, oh, taking, t- taking it back. Like, sorry, backs is, I didn't mean that. I would have been furious. Yeah. Um, so, look, I feel very lucky. I feel so bad for all those people out there who received this joyous email about their gaming fun. Um, and then to get that, oh, I, I don't know. I, I would be, I'd be... What's the what's the word people say? Salty is that in my salty? Right salty is the term, yeah. 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 You know what? I I've been listening to this drama for what it's it's been a month now, maybe a little bit longer, and I thought I'd be immune to it, seeing as how I I chose not to go for a um, next gen console until next year, and no, the pre order madness has gotten me as well, but probably not in the way you think. Oh, your okay. your face your faces were priceless then. You both went. Did you crack and pre-order one? Like yeah. Um, <laughs> Jono's figured out a way to be able to just, like source all the PS5s and the yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Xboxes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, it's um. I actually mentioned that I pre-ordered this on a podcast. Um, I don't know a, a couple of podcasts back. I pre-ordered the Nerf Halo uh, uh, MAB 
40, I can't, I can't even remember the code name, the assault rifle from Halo, um, the current version of it from EB Games with an October release date. Just October. So October 1st hit, suddenly it was an October 26th release date. So it's for us, as we're recording now, it's this coming Monday. Excitement reigned supreme until I walked into Big W two days ago and there they were on the shelf at $10 cheaper. Oh. So I I got this one of two things is going to happen. I'm either going to crack later this week and buy one for Big W <laughs> and end up with two. Um, or cancel your pre-order? Yeah, just cancel your uh, pre-order, man. You know what? I've never cancelled a pre-order. Um, uh, do you get yeah, your $10 back? Time. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, they put it either as credit on your account. It's 10 bucks, Or they, uh, give, do you, they give you the $10 back. I, I, okay. I've done it before. I forgot to pick up a pre-order. Didn't even realize I pre-ordered something. Um, it was roughly around... It was like the last pre-order I ever did, actually. It was uh, yeah. Mario Kart or something. And um, and yeah. And then and then I got my... There was $10 just sitting as a credit on my account. Yeah. Well, I might just do that. I did have one other thought. Some other thought, depending on how many listeners we actually have, because uh, I get curious. We never get a lot of responses from our listeners. I know you're out there and you're listening. Oh, they're definitely there. Yeah. Um, so my other thought was maybe someone's interested in ending up with a Halo Nerf Assault Rifle and there could be a giveaway in the near future. Oh, are you? That's incredibly generous of you. That that's not even huge. off the back of versus player. That's just off the back of Jono. Oh, yeah, but be versus player. Um, wow. All right. There's got to be terms and conditions for this, right, though? Well, um, I haven't decided anything, so this is up in the air for a future mm-hmm. episode. We'll wait and see how the pendulum swings over the next couple of days. Now, I, for those of you that know, I work in retail. I've never said where, and I probably still won't, but it's been rather tough lately. And I, <laughs> much to M's dismay when I talk about this, I've often said that I need to bring home my Nerf gun and shoot some people. Uh, and they go, you know, with ineffectual darts that will probably not hurt them at all. But at least I'll feel good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Here we go. I'm giving you the option to do that as well. Um, so I wait would see. love to see um, a man walks into a retail shop um, to go postal and you're just equipped with Nerf, like full-on Nerf outfit. You know, like you've got the, the bandolier on there and you've got like double yeah. guns, probably some sunnies. You know Actually, I mean? Jace, you said do not do that. I'm pretty sure that's not illegal. I think you'd I'm be pre- right. I'm pretty sure in America that's happened and the police have... Actually, when I think about where I work, yeah, that probably wouldn't get in well. Um, <laughs> although it's happened at, at Joe's place at a birthday party. Can I just so, quickly say, we have Nerf battles at my job. So that's where I've got that from. I'm, oh, I'm, that's my, cool. It's a bad influence. But anyway. Just like the Nerf battles that used to happen in my house. And also oh. at, at Joe's place um, for his son's birthday, I went out to the car came back with bandoliers <laughs> and tactical vests and i think what how many how many nerf guns they have on me it was like it was at least 10 one. and all of them were full and yeah we had a good time it was like that scene in the matrix where he yeah. walks in oh, the, there the were lobby. bullets everywhere <laughs> you know speaking of going out in public with like nerf weapons and things i got told a story at supernova one year someone thought it was a great idea to drive around um, in the Olympic Park with a Nerf gun out the window, just like pointing oh. at people. And they obviously, the police were called and these people got arrested. So oh, wow. um, do not do that. That's, yes, no, yes. I, I agree. Don't fool around with that. Unfortunately, we live in a very um, reactionary world. Yes. Oh, that's a shame. But there we go. There could be a, an up-and-coming uh, prize on the, the horizon. Very generous. Uh, we'll just wait and see uh, how the rest of this week pans out and how much I need that to... Uh, 
download some stress uh, into what would probably just end up being the curtain. Um, moving on. What games have we been playing, gents? I will go first. Cool. Um, so I've played uh, a big week for me. Busy, very stressful. Probably not as stressful as yours, Jono, but, but definitely oh, up no. there. But I've just I think been playing... it's even. I just, it's not a competition. But yeah, I've just, uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing little bits and pieces here and there. And it's, it's interesting, right? Because I, um, you know, I'll often come home, I'll have a game in mind that I want to play. Um, and I'm trying to do this thing where I give games a more than it, more of a chance. You know, if, I, if it yeah. doesn't click within 10 minutes, I've switched it off, but I'm just trying to be more reasonable. But also my brain is just so fried lately that I'm willing to give things more of a chance than I normally would. The, the, the feeling that I get from playing the game doesn't kick in until, you know, a certain point. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is what I've been playing. I finally got into Divinity Original Sin 2, which won a crazy amount of awards. Yeah, it did. Um, and it's the reason that I got into it is because... As you both know, because you were there, we had a, a fun little D&D game online via Discord yep. uh, in, in the last couple of days, and um, it really scratched that kind of itch. Uh, Divinity 2 is made by the same people who have released Baldur's Gate 3, which just came out, oh. um, that early access title. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's I've, I've been enjoying it. I've finally gotten into it. Um, I've given it more of a chance. There's a lot of reading, a lot of dialogue. It wasn't really anything that I was into. I just wanted to shoot stuff. Um, yep. but, uh, but I got into that. But, look, I, I have gone into the Game Pass world because um, I'm not buying any games at the moment. I'm going to wait for, I guess, Watch Dogs maybe. Um, so a couple of things have happened. One, um, uh, Jen has said to me that she recalled a game that she used to play when she was younger when she first got her computer and we went through the cycle of was it this, was it this, was it this. Good chance it's the 90s. It's probably some sort of isometric strategy game or RPG. My favorite um, as as was the rage, um, and and very very in line with Baldur's Gate and Divinity, and it ended up being Age of Empires two, and I said to her, very cute. "We've got to do a LAN," and she's just like, "What's a LAN?" And I'm like, "We're doing it right now." And so <laughs> Age of Empires two runs on anything, right? We set up our laptops, and we set it up in the lounge room. I I, I showed you guys a picture. Yeah, and it was very we cute. Sat down and, and we played we played on the same team in Age of Empires two, um, and we've been doing it an hour or two here every now and then, and it's and it's been a lot of fun. Um, that's that's on Game Pass, the definitive edition. Age yep. of Empires 3 um, has just come out. Jono um, said that uh, in, in the last episode that, that you were yeah. a part of. Um, it actually wasn't re- wasn't released at the time. Despite no, the it wasn't. It was, yeah. But it's finally come out. Um, and uh, and that's I've never played it before. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there's a co-op game called Heave Ho that's come out. Yep. Um, it's a good little party game, local co-op only. Um uh, Tales of Vesperia, which is a Xbox 360 RPG part of the Tales yeah. franchise, big like Final Fantasy. Um, that was one of the first Tales game to ever come to an Xbox console. Typically, it's a PlayStation thing. And yep. it's um, I've tried to play that game so many times because it's right up my alley. It's, uh, but I just, I've just i never managed to progress too far along. So that came okay. out on PC and Xbox. Uh, it's not um, a cross-save type cross-play. thing. You, yep. you have to pick cross-play. Thank you, John. Um, you just have to play it um, on one and go for it or play it on both if you're that keen, I guess. I don't know why you would. <laughs> um, uh, I've played The Swords of Ditto, which is a co-op RPG very reminiscent of the old Zelda titles. Okay. Very cute. The art style is crazy good. I'm really enjoying it. It's very basic, but I think it would be really fun to play with with kids. Um, but yeah. again, Jenna, Jenna and I are having a good time with it. Uh, and finally, the last game I played was Inkenfell which looks like it's been made in RPG Maker 52, whatever RPG Maker we're up to now. Um, uh, it's, 
I like it. I just don't know why I like it. Um, but but Xbox are really, really pushing it. And and I can tell you that they're really pushing it. I'm, I'm part of the Xbox Ambassador Program. Um, ah, and so I, I, complete, and I, I complete missions, right? Yeah. And so Inkenfell was pushed quite hard. Um, I'm part of the, the, the Xbox Ambassador Discord channel. I post there every now and then. And um, and yeah, Inkenfell was one of those titles that was really being pushed by Microsoft. I'm not sure why. It, it isn't a big budget title. Um, like I said, it looks like it's made an RPG maker, but um, it's it's got some good ideas and I'm really, really enjoying the indie games at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's me. That's me. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. There is another game you've been playing, but I'm going to mention it when it's my turn. Joe, what are you playing? Um, last podcast, I spoke about how I've got back into Final Fantasy VII in a big way, and I was yeah. looking forward to going towards the end of this game. I played some more, and then Ghost of Tsushima Legends has come out in the meantime, and I am back in love with this game. This is, so far, this is my game of the year. Um, so Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima Legends is the uh, multiplayer kind of component of the game. Yep. It is free. They could have... I, they should have, I feel, charged for this, but it was a great reason to hold on to this game. If you've mm. not played it, again, another great reason to go and buy this brilliant game. Um, so I've finished the story mode on the easiest difficulty. So it's just what you do is when you go online is you choose a story and it's two-player. So you, like you, choose, you have to go through it in order to start with, but then yep. you can go back and do it on harder difficulties. I've only done the first stage on the second difficulty. So each stage took me about 10 to 15 minutes with a second player. And it was awesome. Like you start off pretty much every time, me and the other person, we just turn to each other, we bow, we pull out our little flutes and play something spinning around, little fun moments like that. Then you start and you go in stealth together. Um, the, the game is very cool in terms of like that whole kind of, I think it was Apex Legends that really um, got that co-op without chat thing down, right? So in this, they've got the same sorts of things where if I pull my bow and arrow out or left trigger and I look at something and I press a button, I can't remember which button it is. It's just intuitive when I play the game. Yeah. Um, it's just like, it'll say, oh, um, healing over here, equipment over here. We've got to get, you know, you can, and you can tag enemies. So there's, it does this really cool thing because it's co-op. There are enemies that are tethered to each other. So if you kill one, and you don't kill the other in a quick amount of time, that first one will come back to life. So you've oh. really got to work together. So like I'll tag one, we'll crawl up behind them, and like we'll just kind of, you know, I'm panning my camera at the guy, at the player. I'm sure they're doing the same thing towards me. And then you just attack them. Or you can speak by saying, you know, let's go or whatever. And yeah, you just stab them and they stab them. And it's really cool like that. It's very cool reminiscent of, um, of Splinter Cell. Like yes. the Splinter Snow Conviction sort of style. You know, you have to like take a bunch yes. of animals like that allergic. Totally. That's really cool. That's really cool. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because we'll talk about that again in a minute. Okay. Yeah, and like this in this is a co-op game that does stealth really well. Um when I played on the hardest difficulty, like stealth was so important because some of these like characters you go up against, they they had so many hit points that and it doesn't feel cheap. Like they they've got, you know, yeah. weight to them. It feels exactly like the main campaign when you're fighting as well. So, you know, I, I like I said, first game of the Platinums, um, which actually I'll tell you about makes something really cool in the game later on. But um, yeah, I, I've, I've really enjoyed playing it through. Every single person I've played with, all randoms, all loved every moment with everybody. Um, yeah. And then I tried, there's a survival mode as well. I tried that. What it was, There was four players in that and it's wave based. We got to like the third wave and one player had left and it was so hard we couldn't get like I, I i had to quit anyway this is the thing about it though like 
where I am with, you know, my life with my kids, it's hard because you have to commit yourself to it. So each yeah. stage of the story, like I said, is about 10 to 15 minutes. On the next difficulty, I did one this afternoon. It took me probably like 35, almost 40 minutes. And like, that's hard for me to just sit down and do without pausing. Yeah. Um, so this, this is going to be something I'm going to play more on the weekends going forward. And I'll probably play other things during the week. Although this week, it's just been all about that. I wanted to finish the main story before the campaign. The kind of aesthetic of this with the kind of, um, it's like a horror aesthetic and it's a bit, it's not a bit, it's very much um, fantastical where the main game is more grounded. Um, lots of blood everywhere. It's cool. And you can choose between four classes. I've, I chose the basically like the character from the main game to start with, just the, the um, yeah, the, the, pretty much exactly the same. But then you've got um, the Ronin, you've got an assassin, and you've got like an archer, I think. I can't remember what the archer was called. Yeah. But then, I, then when I could choose a second character, I chose the assassin because it lets me use my awesome outfit that I got from the game from getting all of the... Um, uh, all the pools, so like these pools where you can go and like contemplate life or whatever it is. Yeah. And my character, so he's an assassin, but I like to call him my ass assassin because he's just wearing little underpant things. It's so cool. <laughs> I'm running around topless with these little cool, little, you know, kind of traditional underpant things on. I've got these veins all over. I've got this awesomely scary mask with like huge horns, kind of Donnie Darko-esque. Um, it's so much fun. I'm just... I'm just loving this game and I wish I had more time for it. I'm trying not um, to imagine that visual, but yes. <laughs> it's so funny. I think you guys would absolutely love it. And I think the, the four of us, like three of us with someone else, like a four team group going the kind of stealth mechanic together, I think it'd be awesome, but they've done yeah. such a great job. Um, and just really quickly as well, just with the gaming with the kids, kind of keeping that conversation going each week. Um, I bought Crash 4. It's it's um, it's about time or it's all about is it, time. Is it still Naughty Dog? No, it's um, Toys for Bob, which did, I think oh, they I've did heard the that Crash, um, I think they did the Nitro Kart or whatever it's called okay. as well. Don't, don't quote me on that. Um, but it's, it feels like Crash. It, it was really funny. Like in the first stage, you did this sliding thing and it's like, oh yeah, classic Crash Bandicoot. I don't think you ever did sliding in a Crash <laughs> Bandicoot game before, but it feels exactly like it should be in this game. And I'm playing it with my son. So, and my, my middle daughter, my middle child, my daughter, um, is having a go at as, of it as well. But it is very hard. Uh, but my son yeah. and I, what we're doing is we're doing like checkpoints each. So we're kind of like passing the controller uh, at a checkpoint. Um, or if we get to, to a point where we kind of, you know, die and maybe a couple of times, then we'll pass over to the next person. Uh, but he's, so we're playing on the same save, which we rarely do anymore because, you know, he just, plows ahead but this game i don't care and i'm going back and trying to you know 100 percent things get some costumes cool. for the kids you can choose the girl um i don't know what her name is um bandicoot but um, yeah the kids enjoy watching it and playing it and in this game like you know you die a lot but the death animations are so cute and cool and the kids think it's hilarious mm. um so yeah I'm, I'm really enjoying that as well that's really cool hmm. all right um i've got a couple of games i want to talk about both old and new and then I want to talk about an announcement that came up just the other day quickly and yeah. get you guys' opinions on it. And then we'll end um, with the action figure corner, which will kind of tie into some of my games. So I did mention a couple of weeks ago, I pre-ordered a game purely out of action figure nostalgia, and that was G.I. Joe Operation Blackout. Um, I can safely say it is a very average game. Uh, <laughs> 
I really wanted to be better than it was. I mean, it looks kind of nice, um, but they've really gone. I, I think it might be Hasbro influencing this. It's very much you're just fighting robots and blowing them up. They're all mm. Cobra bats, which you never see up close because if you let them get too close, you get absolutely killed. Stupid me can't help but play on the difficulty called A Real American Hero, mainly because that's <laughs> the name, but that's also the hardest difficulty. I'm I'm trying so hard to play on it, but I'm just going to turn it down because I'm starting to not enjoy it, and I think I'd enjoy it more on an easy difficulty. Um, it, it looks okay. Um, nice set pieces. Like you start, the first level is... Um, the first proper level outside the tutorial is on the USS flag, which is their aircraft carrier. So if anyone who remembers the toy line, the biggest place it ever made for a toy line, it was an aircraft carrier. For for most kids, that's like, you know, something that would take up. It's the size of a coffee table, let's be honest, or a bit bigger than a coffee table. It's seven foot long. Things crazy. So anyway, you start on a modernized version of that. And it's kind of cool. How many um, Joes are there? So far, because you switch between, I think each level goes, you play a Joe level and then a Cobra level and then a Joe level. So, so far I've played as uh, Duke, as uh, Lady J, although I had the cho- choice for Roadblock, and as Cobra Commander, but I had the choice for uh, Storm Shadow, who's the bad guy's ninja, so who later becomes a Joe more? ninja. Um, I think you just they give you a pair to players, because you can play two-player co-op, um, right. or the computer just controls the other player. And right. it just gives you a pair for each level. I think there's nine levels. Yep. Can I just say quickly, you were saying about like the, the difficulty in this game. The other night, I didn't have very long to play a game, so I just threw on Hades again. And yeah. I put it down to the, the, I think it's called God Mode or something. Oh, yeah. and, and it's, again, I, I, I'm enjoying it more because it, it doesn't, yeah. I don't think it makes the game any easier in terms of the enemies, but I think your damage resistance is a little bit higher. But yeah. between, between deaths, you kind of level up a little bit faster. So I've got, uh, like, I think I've got all the weapons now. I'm um, speaking of guns earlier in the podcast. I have a gun in this game for some reason now, like a yeah. cannon, cannony gun. Um, yeah. It's really weird, but um, yeah, man, I'm I'm all about the easy difficulty in games nowadays. Tell me about it. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I'm. T- I like the the idea that the difficulty level is called a real American hero, but you know, I think I'm going to switch down. Um. Although on that note. Time back into action figures. My first G.I. Joe classified um, action figure came in the mail this week from uh, Mighty Ape to give them oh, cool. not a very I good really plug. Like because... Yeah, so do I usually, except on eBay this time around, they um, somehow missed the um, uh, part of the postage address. So it bounced back to them and I had to wait oh. an extra week for it to come back to me, which was a little disappointing. Um, but just quickly... This is, um, unfortunately, people at home can't see this, but this is Cobra Commander. Oh, wow. looks just like, oh, he's fighting. Um... Does his helmet come off? No. What's no. underneath his helmet? All I know is from the movie. He's got like a weird snake face. Yeah. Uh, Joseph every... Gordon-Levitt, was that him? Or was he yeah. something else? <laughs> he wasn't. What a weird cameo, like casting that was. It, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you don't see his face in the movie. Or Harley do. Yeah, I know. It was very strange. He wasn't Cobra Commander again. Um, not in the sequel, anyway. So, yeah, I've got, I've got him on my desk currently fighting Black Widow. She's already killed a Stormtrooper. That's great. Um, <laughs> um, in terms of new games, I played a game that was on Game Pass, and I played it because I saw the name and thought that'd be cool and then thought nothing more of it, and then Jace went, oh, this game is brilliant. Um, that was Katana Zero. You, oh, oh, I played Katana Zero. 
Yes, no, I did. played. I played so much Katana Zero. It was crazy. Yes. How did I forget this? I did. I played so much Katana Zero in one day. Um, I'm not going to talk about it. You can talk about it. What do you think? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's uh, side-scrolling 2D, and it's really funny because I've only played probably about uh, two and a half, three levels, and it's you. It's set in the 80s, and you plot out your attack so that you're this crazy, you know, samurai dude who goes in and wipes out a, a whole building. Um, but the whole idea that you've plotted out how you think it's going to turn out, and then you watch your black and black and white security camera footage, which is just a replay of what you just did in black and white, um, is a really interesting premise. And there's clearly something about insanity going on in drugs, and I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. But it's really cool. So this game was banned in Australia, and I couldn't figure oh. out why it was banned until I got a little bit further into it. Um, pretty much anything that has anything to do with drugs in Australia, yes. you, get a, you get slapped with that that yeah. that banned rating. Um, and it's very heavy on. I don't know how it eventually got released. The really unusual thing about this game is that it got released on Xbox Game Pass for PC and for the Xbox. Mm. Um, however, if you won't go to the PC version you have a very small window of time when you first open up the Xbox um, application the, on your PC yeah. where it has Katana Zero advertised. And if you miss that banner, if you don't click on it quickly enough, you can't get back to it again and you can't install the game. And it never no. appears in a list and you can't search for it. So I feel like for some weird reason, we never got it in Australia on Game Pass, but on Xbox, it works fine. And yeah. all of the crazy stuff that would have got it banned in this country is in the game. Um, yeah. But it's so like the story is really really enjoyable and it's yeah. it's reminiscent of um of Hotline Miami. Yes, you got to so. play that. It's got yeah. that Hotline Miami vibes, but it really does. It's, it's Hotline Miami crossed with Mark of the Ninja. I feel if yeah. you, if you got to play Mark of the Ninja, no, um, I'm glad you're playing it, Jono. Though it's it's it got me took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting it to be so good. Oh, it's so, it's so good, Joe. You have to try it. I think you'll really enjoy it. This game was this game out like a few months ago on PC? Because I think uh, I have. It's, it's it. been out for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have played it. Yeah, I, have, I haven't played yeah. much of it, but I have played it and I really did enjoy it. But um, yeah. I don't know why I went off it probably. It, it'll, it'll take you a day to finish it. Um, yep. And when I mean a day, like, you know, you could sit down for maybe five, six hours to get to the end. Yeah. Um, but then there's real, there's good reason to replay it. I'm actually trying to get all the achievements and I haven't done that in, yeah. in, since the era where I was constantly fighting to get achievements all the time, yeah. um, whatever that was. So, I, yeah. I, I think the reason with the banning of games with drugs in Australia isn't that just the drugs themselves, but it's when they like give you like an advantage in a game. Yeah, like when they, that's what when this they're seen is. as a positive. Yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. That's why. What is it in in Fallout? Um, yeah, yeah. Cola, a jet, jet. That's it, not Nuka Cola. Mm-hmm. Jet. Yeah. So they kind of can't have real world things. Um. So yeah, very cool. Um. Can't wait to play some more. But the Jace just mentioned achievements, and that's a good segue into the next game I was playing. And that's, I don't know if you noticed, but I've been playing Forza Horizon 4 again. Oh, nice. So I got back into that because I got ages ago the Lego Speed Champions uh, DLC. By far, my favorite cross-tie of any game licensed property. I'm going to say ever, but, you know, I'll contradict that in another week's time. Um, But there's nothing more satisfying satisfying than driving your car through Lego scenery and hearing the clatter of Lego as you smack it down. Um, trees going everywhere and, you know, fences made out of Lego going everywhere. Uh, I have almost 100%ed the Lego Speed Champions um, expansion, which is crazy. So much so that I got an achievement, which was clearly one of the last achievements you they expect you to get in the expansion. And it played a video for Fortune 
island, the other expansion, as in, you know, you've almost finished this one. Maybe almost you'd like there. to play the other. <laughs> I I looked at that and go, I'm not going to fall you for your tricks. And then two days later, I saw it was on special as a bundle and bought it. So <laughs> um, my current goal, because I'm almost done, you've got to do all these challenges. And every time I think I can't do it, I find a car that I can do it with is um, getting all these bricks that unlock an extra thing to build on your master builder's house. And right now, I, I don't know if it's the last thing, but it's one of the last things. It's um, a big spaceship that was in a Lego range from back in 2011 or 2010 called Alien Conquest. Nice. And I have it personally, so I, I'm very determined to now build it so it floats above my house in uh, Forza. Could I suggest, John, when you finished that, did you play the Hot Wheels expansion in the Forza before? Oh, that's, that... what temp- that's why I bought that one. Back oh, so you had that because that was unbelievable as well. Like I agree that the Lego one is so much fun and yeah. going through the bricks. Yeah, it's really cool. And that house building thing is lots of fun as well. Like it's a nice little addition, and it's kind of so much fun. Something they didn't need to. I, I feel they didn't no. need to do, but they, it shows how much love they have for the property. There's so many little um, little homages. nods and yeah, and homages throughout the Lego one that's amazing. Even that in the desert part of that level. There's a house in the middle of the desert that when you drive past it has all these Lego men jumping up and down on it and everything is awesome. It's constantly playing out of that house. <laughs> I also found, and I hadn't noticed this before, in the radio stations, only in Lego Speed Champions, is a radio station called Everything is Awesome, which I thought, oh, it must be the soundtrack to the original movie or the second movie. No, it's just the song Everything is Awesome on constant replay. They have a different presenter after each time it plays, but the song just keeps playing. It's, That's amazing. It, it's fun for about five minutes, and then it's like, okay, I'm done with that song. Um, <laughs> really cool. So um, that was my other segue into action figures because I actually have a couple of the cars, um, the Speed Champion cars, cool. that they use in the actual game. And one of them up until recently was, it's the only one that's actually advertised with Forza Horizon 4 on the box. It's a Porsche, um, I think a Porsche 911, um, very nice white one, looks really cool. And I had to get it. Um, and I hadn't seen it in the game. And it's like, have they advertised a, a car to me that's not going to be in the game? Finally unlocked the car. So, <laughs> very cool. Um, last but not least on the game front, before I go into an announcement that I heard the other day that I think you guys will like, is um, I put in Splinter Cell Blacklist because I realized I hadn't given it much of a try. Which version? Which version? I got, the, ultima- I got the Ultimatum version. Wait, so hold came- on a second. No, what's the one before? I'm thinking of Double Agent. Double Agent is the weird game. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Two variants depending on if you play it on GameCube versus Xbox. Yes. I apologize. You play Blacklist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, Blacklist was the last Splinter Cell game that was released. So yeah. um, I bought it. I played a little bit of it because it had this sort of open hub world where you did challenges as well as normal missions. Um, and I think that's where I got stuck because I was trying to just ace this one challenge and never progressed in the game again. So I've started again on my Xbox One. I realized there's a Mercs versus Spies mode in it that was brought there back. Yep. Um, and, Jace, in case you're interested, there is a uh, co-op campaign in there as well. There is. I don't know what the ending's like, Jace. Maybe this is going to be some fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy to, man. I have it on PC, um, but I'm happy to get it on Xbox. Is it like, can, can you just buy it off the Xbox store? Or Yeah, it's, it's about 29 bucks. I was, I was waiting to see Whatever. if it comes on yeah. special because I think that'd be a nice one in the house for us to play Spies versus Mercs someday, which would be so good. So it would be, I played a lot of Spies versus Mercs. I, I, I played it with um, with Aiden. Um, we yep. used to, same guy I played uh, the, the 
Chaos Theory, I think it was Chaos Theory or Pandora Tomorrow, whichever it was. Um, uh, oh, back then. And, and you and I played that. Oh, which one was it? Was it Convictions? Um, we played Convictions. Co-op, yeah, co-op one, which was yeah. our very very first episode versus player. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, no cooperation, but yeah. Um, uh, I, I was surprised that they put it back in, and I was surprised it didn't take off because I just had such a good time with it. Mm. And if people are still playing it, amazing. Um, I, I hope that there are still servers that you can join. It's one of those games you need other people. So. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, you, when you asked me which version I had, I thought that was interesting because there were a lot of versions of Blacklist. There was one there with were. the plane, a remote control of the, uh, the Paladin plane, which is this big, I think it's a C5 I, Galaxy or something similar. I bought the um, the one down from that that comes with... Oh, the, the statue? Oh, yeah, he's going for the statue. While he's going for the statue, I found the special edition box the other day and realized it came with a watch that has... Uh, it looks like his three night vision goggle lenses does, on yeah. the watch. Um, right. The watch is still running in the box in my cupboard, and it's been sitting there for a long time. So yeah, I, impressive. I know people can't see this. So this is Sam Fisher from um, Conviction. Conviction, yep. Yeah, pretty good statue. I remember that. That's this awesome. is Sam Fisher, who isn't Michael Ironside yes. from Blacklist. So that's all that's, that's very, very cool. cool too. He's, he's, he's very reminiscent of the yeah. He's very reminiscent of the chaos theory. Chaos yeah. So yeah. He's there. Um, yeah. So hopefully we can all play a bit of that sometime in the near future. That would um, be cool. But I thought to end this episode, unless there's anything you guys want to chuck in at the last minute, is a very very exciting announcement, at least for me, that I saw on uh, Major Nelson's um, website the other day. So everyone knows Larry Herb, Major Nelson from uh, Xbox, and I, I promise we're not paid by Microsoft for any of these endorsements. But I was very excited because um, on his podcast, he had um, – oh, and suddenly I've drawn a blank on his name – Tim Schafer um, yep. making an double appearance. Double Fine. Good old Double Fine, now owned by Microsoft Studios. What do they own? Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, right? this is a good point, but this is where it's good for us because on the – I think it's the 29th of October, and talking about playing games with your partner – one of these games, M got really excited and said, can we play this through together? More achievements for me. Uh, is Double Fine is releasing Xbox One versions, remastered versions of, uh, and you might have these games on PC already, but I really like the fact that they're on Xbox. Grim Fandango? Grim Fandango yep. is definitely one. Uh, Full Throttle. And the one that I'll be playing with M, um, good old Day of the Tentacle. Very so cool. very exciting news. Which is which wait. is big news. Like they were when they were re announces like the remakes, they were like yeah. all about PlayStation. It was like PlayStation exclusive, yeah. PlayStation Plus. Um you get them there. That's where I played um Day of the Tentacle remastered, um, like way back when when it was out. Mm. Um yeah, I, I think it's a big get for Xbox again. It's really cool. Exactly. And with any luck, thanks to all the achievements I recently got in Forza, um, I am very very close to hitting a hundred thousand achievement points. Now, I know you've beaten that already, Joe, but That's awesome. um, I think I'm like you know maybe five or six achievements away from that. So we'll wait and see. That's a lot, man. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, that's, that's I, what, um, 13, 14 years of Xbox Live. So I'll, I'll tell you what, there was a there was a period of time, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but there was a period of time in the Xbox 360 era where I was slamming the achievements, and I was oh, you well were. And really ahead of you guys. I lived and breathed just earning achievements. And the, the games that I recall getting this on was, again, the Avatar Last Airbender, oh. which is the most unfair <laughs> 1,000 achievement points you can ever get. Um, uh, yeah, five minutes was, of work. There was a Lost, the video game, which I did yes. not enjoy and didn't watch the show, but I got 1,000 points on that. Don't there was, um, 
There was Chow Yun Fat. That Chow Yun Fat game, it was called... Strangle Do you remember? Stranglehold. Oh, I got Stranglehold. Do you remember I got three copies of that for like 75 cents each from today? That was brilliant. There was King Army Kong? of Two. Don't forget King Kong. One. Don't forget King, King Kong. Kong? Absolutely I didn't enjoy King Kong. King Kong. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that's where it sort of faded for me. Like I didn't enjoy King Kong either, but I wanted the achievements. That's where <laughs> at some point I stopped going for the achievements, and then I just was stayed on like seventy thousand for years. And yeah. I just just yesterday, thanks to Katana Zero or the day before, um, cracked eighty thousand for me. But a hundred thousand is big news. I don't want to yep. talk about what Joe has. No. Um, this is 120. I have no, no idea. No, 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 no. Is it more than that? Yeah. It's more oh, than God. 120. I'm, I'm just going to believe it's 120. <laughs> Don't mean to look. I can look. No, here we go. I don't, I don't want to talk about him. <laughs> let him look. Let him, ha- let him have his moment. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Go no, on, you do I got a platinum, all right? So I'm, I'm, I, I play more on PC now than anything anyway. Actually, no. I've been playing so much PlayStation lately. Uh, but anyway, you go. <laughs> Actually, you know what I was disappointed by? I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I saw FTL was on Game Pass, downloaded it thinking there was achievement points, but there weren't. I was so gutted. That would have been great. I thought you have to have achievement points to be on Xbox. I thought so too, but it's definitely, it was in the Game Pass section. I downloaded it. There were no achievement points. Hmm. Or at least none that, you know, went ting and tickled over. So It's still a good game. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm 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 not disappointed by downloading it, that's for sure. I am close to 140,000. Oh, crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm never catching up to you again, Joe. I'm never again. I'm going to try. Did you guys join the Xbox fandom thing? Yes, did I did. I, I don't yeah. think I have a chance of winning anything, but you know. I don't think so either. Like the closest I have is like State of Decay 2 because like not many people played that. Well, I yeah. mean, people played it, but like, you know, it was the closest thing that I had. Like, how many zombies can you kill or something? Cause I Actually, I think a lot, but yeah. I think that's what caused me to start playing Forza again. And I'm, I was really glad of that. I Last weekend, I pretty much lived and breathed Forza over the weekend. I think every time I walked past the TV, she just saw me racing. Um, which, last thing I'm going to end the podcast on, there was a Ferrari that I purchased. It was a 2018. I can't remember what the model's called, but it was a nice looking Ferrari. I modded it um, using a tuning kit to make it even faster. So this thing absolutely flew. And the next day, Em and I were walking past a top ride shops right near where we live and turning the corner was this black Ferrari with the tuning Ooh. kit that I put on. It's like, hello. <laughs> I'm usually not excited by cars going fast, but that was brilliant. <laughs> ah, So obviously it's been another fun week in games. This has been Versus Player. You can find us on versusplayer.com, Instagram and Facebook as a consequence. And also on your favorite podcasting apps. Um, if you've got any suggestions for a future episode or would like to hear more about what we talk about, or maybe you're interested in a Halo Nerf rifle, uh, p- please feel free to write in and let us know what you think. Um, while this is no promise of a prize, there could be a prize if you do write in something nice. I mean, nice. Like, you know, come on, engage us, people. Engage us. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Player.